0: Hey, it's your returning pal, Philip, and this is 70mm Rejected, a podcast for 70mm fans just like you. With me today, but not always, is some guy, gal, non-binary pal I know from the internet, Dime. Hello. And our other internet friend and rom-com insider, Yoev.
1: If you're experiencing heartbreak like most of us on this Valentine's Day, I will remind you of Tom's green card. Roses are red, violets are blue. Fuck you, whore.
0: (laughs) Every episode here uh, that we cover on 70mm Rejected, it's selected from one of the many movies that the 70mm hosts, and really, I guess, us, the villagers, uh, threw in the trash heap, but we have managed to extract before it got too funky.
2: And so we are going all the way back, back to February of 2021, on Valentine's Day, where we had the bracket vote. Lots of great films left in the wake of that vote, so we couldn't cover just one.
1: Exactly dime, and it's February again, and this season on the 70mm Rejected, we've got a bit of love and hate theme ready for everyone, and I'm so glad I get to talk about one of our love films. We all know I love love.
2: And as always, we love to talk about our thoughts of the movie and read the Villagers uh, reviews live on air. But first, we start with our Village update. Phil, take it away.
0: So this is the section. I know we get a lot of buzz in the Discord. This is the, the hot goss in the Discord section. Um, what do we have recently? We've had a couple of, um. I think, since our last episode. We've had a few new uh, pilot season episodes, which have been great. Uh, the Scandalous, Dawson's Creek, and then uh, the MASH one, which was a, a nice little quick hit. Mm-hmm. I just listened to that one today, actually.
2: I just listened to it as well. And yeah, that uh, Dawson's Creek was getting very steamy. <laughs> I'm So <laughs> what do we think? Do we want to speculate?
1: No, I have to listen to it. Oh, you
0: haven't listened yet, Ev? Oh, man. it's.
1: I'm so... It's
0: hilarious. So this was the uncut... You want to talk about horny. ...Villager exclusive. But Slim was so out of pocket, he did uh, censor himself. And I think he's just going to keep it under wraps was talking about some of that hot, hot puberty in Dawson's Creek, and it was just a little too much. To... Danny said, I don't really remember what he said, but I know in the moment I wanted to throw up. Um, so I think that might might just go down in 70mm history as just one of the great mysteries.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know it had to be something if he had to censor himself. you You just know it was something. <laughs>
0: I thought about saying, "Hey, just send me the uncut. I'm curious," but I also kind of like the it. it's uh, How about Danny's friggin' first man art, dude? I think space. Oh Danny loves it. Like, oh I think God. his interstellar poster might actually be his very best one, but this one is like up there. The man is good at like the man loves space and mm-hmm. his. They should do more sci-fi. I liked 2001, but this this first man poster is is next level. Haas.
2: Yeah, it's top notch. And what's really impressive about Danny and his art is that he seems to like get better with each one. And he's already incredible. And so seeing that first man poster, it just blew my socks off because the, the level of detail in it is just like very very impressive. Yeah, no, you can tell that he was really inspired and mm-hmm. on one for uh, the first oh, man.
1: It's Oh yeah, yeah.
2: I, I think in another lifetime, Danny was probably like a spaceman, like an astronaut or something. Because yeah, his fascination for space is just out of this world. Well, I
0: mean, I remember I grew up in Florida as well, and being near the the, which one was it? I don't even remember was it Cape Canaveral? Maybe. Yeah, I did that like as field trips as kids. It's just, it just blows up your imagination. It's just
2: the coolest. Yeah, hopefully, I'm not getting confused because they. Do a lot of like tests out there, right? Bah, I don't know. Any they important? launch
0: rockets and I'm sure they do research and whatnot. Okay. This is not a uh, a NASA based podcast, but I do know that Danny loves it. And uh yeah, the art was, I mean, the art is always impressive, but the first man art was
2: uh, a special one. Oh yeah. Chef's gifts. It is
1: really pretty. So I like a lot of other people really need this uh, 70 millimeter rejected. To catch up with everyone. Exactly. As we mentioned, our new season has kicked off. But there will also be a new Real Latinos <laughs> season coming up, which I'm excited about. And, Phil, your podcast, which is pretty dope.
0: Oh, yes. Thank you.
1: The Substance Podcast. And you're going to have John Carroll Lynch on there.
0: Yeah, the Zodiac himself. I'm very Excited! This one was wild. Mm-hmm. I always joke like networking and connecting. Like I'm always trying to connect with people and like add value mm-hmm. and not just like just randomly slide into people's DMs and ask them for stuff.
1: You're so good. But
0: at it. <laughs> I somehow got John Carroll Lynch to say yes to come onto my show. Um, he's been acting for decades and decades, and he about six seven years ago he directed his first movie, and he agreed to come on and talk about it. And it was insane. It was so good. And on the low, no announcements yet, but like I'm working with him and his production team on something like he liked one of the ideas I had. Like, it's ridiculous. It's insane. So, yeah, by the time this airs, I think, yeah, my episode with John Carroll Lynch, Unlucky, should be on the Substance feed. So check it out. Share it up. Let me know what you think. And everybody should watch the movie, not just listen to my podcast. It's a great movie and not a lot of people knew about it because it was low budget first time director just came out through Magnolia. Um, They didn't have a big budget or a big appetite to promote it. And it's a great movie. And I'm, I'm excited to just share more, get more eyes and ears on it. Yeah.
2: That's awesome, man. And so yeah, the fact that you were able to get John Carl Lynch on your pod, that's just incredible. And I've seen his work. He is a uh, phenomenal actor.
0: He told a great Martin Scorsese story Um, when he was on shutter Island, he told a great story. Um, And that was just kind of what He does a Marty impression too. So, if that sounds interesting, go check out the episode with John Carroll Lynch. Unlucky, yeah. You, you guys heard you heard it here folks. Please go check it out. So, Dime, you got an Andy update
2: for us? Oh, Do I have an Andy update? Look, <laughs> I I got the map on the wall. I put been putting pins everywhere. I've been tracking him. all right? <laughs> so right now, right now, Andy is uh he's he's staying low key. He's somewhere exotic. I can't tell the location. It's undisclosed. But his pad looks amazing. The thing is, I need to know what he does for a living because the, the places
0: that he... He's got to be like some sort of freelancer, right? And just like Airbnbs around adult places and does remote work or <laughs> maybe, what does he work for the government? Yeah. I don't know. But the new place he's staying right now looks amazing.
2: Yeah. I mean, and it has to be like government because mm-hmm. if you go to his IG, it's real sus. There's not a single post. Okay. He just does stories. There's <laughs> nothing on his grid. There's nothing there. You can't find anything there. All right. But the last thing that he posted... There was a uh, there was a monkey that was climbing this tree. He was recording. It was beautiful. It was great, but I still can't tell where he is. But I can. Well, tell- Well, he's the one
0: also who like goes around the whole country, Costa Rica. like meeting up with villagers all over the place, right? Yeah,
2: he's on his Thanos thing. He's collecting the villager stones. Mm-hmm. All right. Maybe it's Michael Fassbender killer thing. Maybe we need to be careful. Who knows? Well, he's he's cooking something up. All right, and I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm keeping my my ears on the ground, trying to figure out what his next move is going to be. So. Once I get that update, everybody's going to know. But right now he's he's just staying quiet.
0: So there's also been a lot of talk in the various discords in the tape deck world about um, it's the arrow 50 percent off uh, sale right now and some big sets are dropping. Uh, one of the big ones recently is that new Conan 4K set with the two movies. Big, beautiful box set with posters and lobby cards and all this stuff. Uh, some folks have been getting lucky. They've already got theirs nice on their shelf and some have been delayed for who knows how long. I feel so bad for Dale. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> I, I saw his new post. He goes, uh, okay, like, yeah, it's a little bit earlier, but it's still like the end of
2: February. <laughs> uh, I feel,
0: I feel bad. Yeah, for you,
2: I would hate to be Dale right now, but I know one person who's probably not feeling too bad about himself and that would be Brandon. Okay. Cause he's probably cracking that box open right now as we speak probably at his mailbox and as our 70m resident journeyer he's begun his newest endeavor watching everything he owns on physical media okay we're talking everything on every disc all right he's doing this thing
0: he was dming me about that the other day and i was like so like every so he's watching through i think he's calling it like the justify my physical media purchase journey and he's watching through every movie he owns and all of the special features. It's ridiculous. Well, listen,
2: that's that's dedication right there, and I love it. I love to see it.
0: What does he do for a living, too? He watched, like, a thousand Arnold Schwarzenegger movies last year. I was like, I feel like I sometimes push it, but I also have a podcast, and I do some of the stuff for that, but, like, that man watches movies all day long.
2: Yeah, he... he I think he's the first person I met that is a huge fan of Arnold Schwarzenegger, because, I mean... I know a lot of people who've seen his movies and like his movies, but Brandon, he's on another level. That's true. But I love, but I love to see, I love to see when those logs uh, get posted. I love to see his thoughts on them, because he, um, he, yeah, he just, he just loves his Schwarzenegger man. Uh, you know, I can't hate it. I can't hate it.
0: And he loves his journeys. So I did a fun one with him last year, but I am looking forward to seeing uh, those logs come in for uh, all the Blu-rays and 4Ks he owns there.
2: Yeah, this, this, is, this is Brandon's year. 2024, he's, uh, he's doing the damn thing. I wonder if the Conan box set gets added to the end of his journey. Oh, yeah. we, uh, we'll see.
1: I wonder if Andy and Brandon are going to watch movies together. Because they've done it before hey, in real life.
2: Andy and Brandon, if you're listening to this, we need you guys to um, get this going. <laughs> Send us an email. So that we
0: have some emails to engage with at the end of the show. Do that.
1: (laughs) Exactly.
0: I checked the inbox. We got nothing right now.
1: Speaking of journeys, relationships, our journey. I think we can all agree on that. And in this week's film, we get a 500 day look inside of one. So, Dime, what is 500 Days of Summer about? Swing.
2: Five hundred days of summer it's uh it's not a love story but it's a story about love boy meets girl boy gets heartbroken but after he has fallen in love goes head over heels maybe does a little too much you know overthinking it I, who i mean who hasn't we've all been there and boy tries to get girl back girl plays games girl drags along but all in all they realize that the love for each other just wasn't there but it doesn't mean that they don't deserve someone special 500 days of summer
0: boom so history with this movie ev it looks like you have had this logged a few times what's what's been your relationship (laughs) with this movie
1: how many times is it logged now um i watched this in the movie theater when it came out um i actually watched it with my ex-boyfriend um at the time and he looked at me and he said you are summer you are the emotionless robot and it's oh action. man
2: wow that's cold
1: yeah yeah but i was on tom's side when i watched it like i thought he was romantic and the best and so sweet and he was smitten and then i watched it as I got older and it's been I think 15 years and now I see like hey she told him from the start she had boundaries he wanted her so he went along with what she wanted and then he got hurt. and I just I love Joseph Gordon Lovett I grew up in Pasadena California so I would run around Los Angeles so like it's when I watch it now it's like oh there's home
2: oh man that's great and
1: uh the park with the water fountain it doesn't even look the same anymore yeah I love that movie I love the music oh my gosh oh, I've, new- I've enjoyed it forever
0: Dan what about you is this one you've you've enjoyed for years or is this a newer one for you
2: for for me this is a newer one it's funny too I, I look back at my activity So my first log was actually in 2021, Mm. but it was in May. So it was obviously way after the 70 um, mm bracket vote. But I, I think, so what made me watch it is that um, I also had a friend who grew up in California. And so he knows all the locations and he was just telling me about the movie. And when he was just talking about it, I was like, okay, this sounds pretty interesting. So I gave it a watch and... I was like, "Wow, this is a this is a really good rom com. Like, I'm I'm really getting into it, and and then I haven't watched it since then. And then once you know, we do in the seventy and reject it, we find out that it's on the docket. And I was like, oh, I gotta get back mm-hmm. to this. I gotta revisit it. I gotta see if those feelings are still there, and those feelings are still
1: there. Mm-hmm.
2: So yeah, it's, it's it's relatively new for me, but uh, but I still very much enjoy it." So for me, I remember when this came out and
0: it was like the biggest thing when it came out. Like it was kind of like the, what would it be comparable? Maybe like the garden state type phenomenon or like when I like an indie ish rom-com dramedy type deal. And I'm trying to remember. I don't think I saw it in the theater. Like I was trying to remember. I don't even know if I've sat through this all the way through, but like. I've been at people's houses when it was on. I've seen bits of it on TV and there, a lot of the movie is like, Oh yeah. Yeah. But there are a few things I'm like, I don't know if I quite remember that. This is not a movie that I've loved for a long time, but like I've known it and I've like kind of enjoyed it. And I know that, Oh yeah. Like this is one that like people love. And like what I've said, like watch sitting down and watching it. I was like, Oh, like JGL and Zoe, they're like, Cute little babies in this, like they look so young and sweet. It was fun. I had a great time. I, I had a really fun time going back watching this. My wife hadn't seen it before. It was her first watch. Um, so it was it was a fun time.
2: Yeah, I, I wrote that in my note that Zoe Deschanel is just uh, flat out adorable in this movie. Just an angel. She is precious. I mean, I could I could get I could get lost in those blue eyes. My goodness. <laughs> I don't know when I first discovered her. It might have been for New Girl, but I don't can't remember when I started watching that. Watching her in this movie, I, I was feeling you
0: get how Tom gets enamored and just kind of falls head over heels for her.
2: Yeah, like I get why Tom is feeling the way he's feeling because I too, yeah, it would just be lost. I I wouldn't know what to do. Like if there was a girl <laughs> like that, like yeah, I too would just do everything I could to just
0: keep her in my life. Yeah, she is. She's adorable. I think like. The first time I noticed her was in Elf, and yeah, she's just... Still in love with her. Just a little cutie pie.
1: And she's in a band.
2: That's right. I I, I do do remember hearing about that. She's a
0: great singer, yeah. I didn't know that she sang. Well, Eve, as our rom-com and Zoe Deschanel insider, you want to start with the first point?
1: I love how she knows what she wants and she doesn't want, and that's so refreshing to see, especially for an older movie.
0: Yeah, that was pretty subversive. Yeah, this was like Mm -hmm. the the late 2000s and having like a rom-com about a girl going, no, like I do like you and I'm going to let you in. Like I I want to, like you are special and you are important to me, but like I don't know what I want and it's unclear. And like we don't want to get to the end yet, but yeah, no, it was, it felt authentic and refreshing. And like it didn't give you what you wanted, but you're also like, no, this is like the the traditional formula is not bad, but that is not the only way that a relationship can progress and be mutually beneficial and good for the parties involved. It was nice to see a character who was so developed and relatively I mean, I guess she's maybe more certain about what she didn't want <laughs> versus what she wanted through a lot of it.
2: Oh, well yeah, she definitely from the jump like made it clear of like you know, this is, like, my intentions. This is what I'm, you know, quote, unquote, looking for. You know, nothing serious. It seemed like it was more of just, like, a casual thing while, you know, just keeping it, you know, friendly. But, I mean, you could tell there were, like, hints there that she uh, had feelings for a time, but, you know, doesn't exactly want to act on it, you know, just yet. And, yeah, like I guess it also is refreshing and relatable to see that in a movie. That she's just, you know, making it clear that like this is, you know, how it's gonna go. And you know what Tom is you know, he's trying his hardest to, you know, stick to that, but it's you know, it's not easy. Especially with a girl like her. And that's what's kind of interesting too. Like, in some ways he was
0: crummy, like, but also it's like his stuff was pretty understandable too. And like he was a dummy, his friends were <laughs> dummies. Like that was kind of the culture. I, I thought it was an interesting portrait on him. So like the insecurity and the the lack of like, I don't know, like I, the emotional intelligence and relational intelligence to kind of like figure out like <laughs> it was really funny at the beginning, like when it would go to the early where he goes, yep, I'm in love with her. And then a couple days later, he goes, oh, no, oh not a gosh. chance. I'm not going to yeah, talk to her anymore. Really I was in the elevator with
2: her and like she didn't say anything to me. And so we're <laughs> done. But then like the next time he's in the elevator, he's listening to the Smiths and then she said she loves the Smiths. And then sometimes it's just as simple as that. Like it could be that little small thing that can get things going.
0: And he's like, she's the one. You're
2: exactly like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> and a
0: yeah. And that's very relatable too. Like when you're a young person, like, the strong pendulum swings of back and forth of, man i'm super into this person oh like i hate myself and i hate them and i'm never gonna talk to him again and like it can be very volatile oh
2: yeah yeah i'm I'm sure uh anybody listening has experienced this before
0: what about okay uh, for another point what about the actual device of the movie because i had forgotten like the jumps back and forth i I don't know if I've seen this ever all the way through, and it's been so long since I've ever thought about this movie. Mm. I thought it was kind of a fun storytelling device to kind of jump back and forth like
2: that.
1: Yeah, the contrast of like, oh, the happy memories and then the negative memories and the chapters. Yeah,
2: because that was something I forgot as well. But I did like it that it doesn't start from day one. It starts at a certain day of kind of like establishing you know, what has happened. And then, you know, the cuts and back and forth. So, like, you definitely see the progression of, when, you know, when it starts off when he's falling in love and then the heartbreak and then how things kind of crumble. But then he's, you know, getting himself back together.
0: The Nolan-esque linear storytelling.
2: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they took a page out of his notebook. The, the other cool thing, too, is, like, when they were doing, um uh, going through, like, each day, each chapter, you can see in, like, the title cards that, like, it would visibly... Uh, reflect on like the feeling so you know it'd be very sunny very bright starting off and then as things start to crumble it gets very dark it gets very moody very get very gray and I'm sure you know like that's how we're feeling like obviously the world's not going to look like that as we're going through that but that's how it feels so that's probably how we're seeing the world when we're going through this journey this love story whether it's you know in this movie or just you know in our everyday relationships.
1: You said that so beautifully.
2: Oh, thank you. This is, you know, just right here from the dome. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um The movie was also like mixed tones, but like watching it again, like there were some really solid laughs. There are a couple of really good laughs in the movie.
2: Yeah, it, it's a solid. It's, it's one of the best rom-coms that I've seen where it has like a good balance of comedy and romance. There's there's some that, you know, do like an OK job. But this one, yeah, they they nailed it for sure. And yeah, there's a lot of really good, funny moments in this movie for sure. Yeah,
0: we had to pause it. My wife was crying, laughing at the (laughs) anal girl joke. It's just, we had to like pause and recuperate.
1: (laughs) I forgot about that. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: That was very funny. That was very, very funny. I love a good spit take. He did such a good job. I'm like, I wonder if he knew what she was going to say. Like, it was very convincing. (laughs) yeah the
2: the look on tom's face said it all it was it was hilarious
0: what did she say because i'm neat and very tidy Mm -hmm. or whatever yeah
2: like what did she really what was great about it too is it's the it's the delivery it's the pause well she said it so
0: innocently she's like oh yeah i have a (laughs) nickname too anal
2: girl he's like like
0: like, he spits all over the whole set (laughs) very low-key
1: how about the little sister
0: Adorable. Oh yeah, I had totally forgotten
2: she was in the movie. Oh yeah, Chloe. Chloe yeah, she's right? great. Yeah, yeah, Chloe. Yeah, I forgot too that she's in this movie. But she's a she's a firecracker. My gosh.
1: hmm. She was really funny. Like she made more sense than her than his friends.
2: Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Well, that was a a, fu- a good comedic device too. You got his buddies who are a bunch of idiots, and then his little sister going like, "Hey, guy, like, here it is." <laughs>
2: exactly just telling to him straight because yeah his uh his friends were idiots they they didn't know but yeah his his sister uh it was it, it was great because i uh i love too when we first get introduced to her and like she's like first of all she's like peddling that bike. Like she is <laughs> <hitting it>. mm-hmm. <laughs> she is going oh uh, but yeah when the she vodka. just oh my gosh <laughs> yeah. and then when she just walks in like oh where is he and so just and then it just it just goes off from there. It's great.
1: Yeah, one of my favorite lines is like, "Hey, just because some cute girl likes the same bizarro crap that you do doesn't mean she's your soulmate."
2: That's good advice. And it's
1: like, "Oh yeah, that's true." <laughs> yeah,
2: it, it, it's facts. It's, yeah,
1: that's very sound. Yeah,
0: because it's it's good to be open, right? And I think the movie turned my brain on there. Like the 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 ideas underneath the movie, I like like being open to people is good, but you don't want to be like unhealthfully attached to anybody that gives you like. Any positive vibes, like oh, like I like this person, like we share this in common, and then like fixation, and yeah, I'm I'm sure, especially now, which Tom did, uh, disconnected, especially post COVID. I feel like relationally people Mm. are just extra weird, and (laughs) the way the internet is forming people, like that's it's a good reminder, Mm. like. We do need each other. Like reach out, be open, be like receptive to other people, but don't get weirdly attached to people instantly.
2: Yeah, I I think like when we were away from one another, we forgot how to connect once we came back together. But now we've we've gotten better now. To pretty much to agree with all that. Like, yeah. It's it's good to be open, it's good to find common interests, but not to get so heavily attached. Off of just one simple thing.
0: Uh, How about those uh, karaoke scenes? There was some really good stuff in there, too.
2: Yeah, when he, when, when, uh, I love when he says, like, oh, I'm not drunk enough. And then the next thing, he is up there, slammed. Just (laughs) just singing his heart out. My gosh. Yeah, those karaoke scenes were great. Kind
0: of made me miss karaoke. I mean, not like, I want to go back. It's just like, man, I haven't done that in a while. That's, that's a fun thing to do with people. With the right group of people, under the right circumstances, that can be a lot of fun.
1: Do you have to get drunk?
0: I mean, I don't get like hammered, but it uh, some drinks definitely help ease ease the way into a good time with karaoke.
2: It's all about that liquid uh, confidence. You know, you just got to get just, you know, just a slight buzz.
0: And everybody's cell phones down so that it's just for mm-hmm. us and we're hanging out.
2: Exactly. It's exactly. like we don't need to uh, recall this memory later. We just need to just keep this for ourselves. This for us. <laughs> Exactly. Do you
1: have a karaoke song?
0: No, not really. We'll find you one. Do you have? What's your karaoke song?
1: It's probably like the Beastie Boys. I feel like I would sing the Chunky Monkey Funky Song.
2: Okay, okay. That's a good choice.
1: With my daughter. Nice. Nice.
0: Well, actually, the last time I went, I wasn't even there long enough to do one. But uh, in the post Barbie world, I saw I'm Just Ken on there. I was like, I could have a good time with that one, I think. If the next time mm-hmm. I'm at one, I think that could be a fun one.
2: That would be a fantastic karaoke <laughs> yeah, I think that would be perfect. I idea. can already. Yeah, I could picture it. That it would out. be. Yeah, that'd be a night. Oh, wow. I see that. <laughs>
1: we should karaoke.
2: <laughs> Digital,
0: like virtual Zoom 70 millimeter karaoke. Dave, Dave, put it
2: in the notes.
1: Come on. Let's <laughs> yeah. do it.
2: Yeah, we're gonna do a bonus episode. I'm it's just gonna be just a karaoke. Scene.
1: Yes. I mean, Wait, can we really though?
0: That could be fun. I'm sure we'd have people sign up. Mm-hmm. What else? What else? I do want to get to the end, but what else? What else do we want to hit before we get to the end? Penis. <laughs> that was oh, obviously that's and that's something that I remember my friends doing and being a joke. But then when it came in the movie, I was like, oh yeah, this is where that came from.
1: <laughs> is, is anyone gonna join me? <laughs>
0: Well, I mean, you started very loud. I mean, <laughs> Dime, are
2: you solo over there? You want to belt it out? I up? am solo over here, so I ha- I have no problem saying it. So, penis. penis. <laughs> I think she beat you. Yeah, no, she beat me. Yeah, I uh I didn't want to get too loud. I didn't want to blow anybody's eardrums. <laughs> Your neighbors, yeah, exactly. My neighbors <laughs> just start calling the one I'm like, "There's someone yelling penis content. <laughs> Gosh, is this this is where
0: that came from, right? Like, was that like a thing in pop culture before? Like, this is what started that, right?
1: That's where I got it from.
2: Yeah, I feel like it probably did start from
0: here. I'm sure I knew that at some time, but again, I haven't thought about this movie in forever. Yeah, this was Mark Webb's first movie, and I mean, it's an interesting like tonal exercise. But I mean, for a first movie, this is a very assured debut. Executed very, very well, I'd say. This is very impressive first movie. And like to have your first movie be JGL and Zoe and a couple of great like supporting casts. I had forgotten, i had completely forgotten the um the lady from community, the the vet Nicole Brown was in there.
2: Yeah, that also surprised me on this second rewatch. I forgot all about
0: that. Uh Agent Colson from The Avengers too. Like at the beginning, when I saw Clark Gregg, and I was like
2: Clark Gregg, who's he? I mean, I
0: guess he had to be the boss. I was like, He'll oh yeah, there he is. He's the boss. But yeah, anyway, fantastic, uh fantastic first film. Yeah, it's, a, it's a good way to start off mm. as your debut. That soundtrack.
1: Oh yeah, oh,
2: gosh, yeah. that was yeah. huge. Yeah, yeah
1: I forgot about that. One. Yeah, all the feeling.
2: It is a pretty rocking soundtrack.
0: I guess that's one of the, the keys to the the modern meta rom-com is having, like, a good soundtrack for, like, staying power. I feel like people have kind of turned on Garden State a little bit, but, I mean, I remember when that first came out. Everybody was in love with it. Soundtrack was huge, and I feel like the same with Summer. Like, you have an iconic soundtrack that's of the time. Hey, that's nice. Like, I remember people who just left the 500 Days of Summer cd yeah, what um, a throwback. Just in their car, just playing. <laughs> 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 yeah, right? 2009.
2: Oh, yeah, no, same here. My car has a CD oh. player, but uh, yeah, I don't I, don't I
0: think still have a C- I have a relatively new car for my work vehicle, and I still have a CD player in there. Oh, I don't really oh, yeah. use it, but I have it. You're in Pennsylvania or something, right?
1: I'm in New Jersey right Jersey. now, but I grew up in California. So, like, all those spots. I remember, like, hopping the fence and going and sitting on their special bench.
0: When the movie came out, you were around there in that time? <laughs>
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Nice,
2: nice.
1: Yeah. That's
0: cool. Were there like a lot of? Was that like a hot spot for a while? I would imagine
1: they shut it down for a while, so you would have to hop over the fence to get there.
0: Look at you, rebel over there. I like it
1: hopping fences.
0: So that was the Bradbury at the end of the movie, right?
1: I think so. Um, Blade Runner, right?
0: Yes, that's exactly. Yeah. That's how I know that that shot. I was like, oh, Blade Runner. That's the Bradbury building. Yeah. <laughs>
1: It's always closed when I've tried to go in. So
0: I have been to LA a few times yeah, and yeah. I was definitely a movie fan at that time, but I knew less about like movie locations and geography. I didn't even think to go, try to go see the Bradbury, but now if I went again, I would probably try to go see it.
1: You would probably win a free tour or something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, I mean, maybe. I remember somebody I made some one of my friends mad when I told them this when I one of the times I went to LA, mid 2000s, what studios? I guess it had to have been, is it Warner? I got to see stars hollow. They were like on a break on filming. So they like let us walk all through stars hollow. Oh, and, cool. um, that was, bef- that was right before they tore down <laughs> one of my favorite one season wonders. that got canceled the, um, the Bruce Campbell, uh, adventures of Briscoe County junior town, like the little Western town and everything, the Gilmore girls and the Bru- and, um, Briscoe County junior sets were like right next to each other. And I got to hang out there for a little while and, I was not a Gilmore guy at that time, dime, but it was it was pretty cool.
2: Well, I was gonna say, like, don't don't get us started on Gilmore Girls. We <laughs> we could be here all night. well, that's awesome though. Yeah, I I also did the Warner Brothers tour. Now at that time, I don't I wasn't familiar with all the set locations, so I'm pretty sure I also passed through Stars Hollow, but not knowing it was Stars Hollow when I did the tour. But well, I had like. Not industry
0: industry people, but like industry adjacent people, like people who knew industry people. So like they kind of let us in a little bit. Nice. It was kind of cool.
2: Yeah, that's pretty but cool. Still-
0: so um, what do we think of the ending? Ev, you're the you're the longtime fan of the movie. Have like has your feelings on the the ending changed over time?
1: No, not at all. Oh gosh, when Tom says that like everything that he believed in was bullshit because she's married now and like it they flipped you know they um he thinks it's bullshit she believes in it now and she's comforting him and telling him like no this is real you're gonna find it again so there's that hope i think the girl her name being autumn is kind of (laughs) dumb
0: it's silly (laughs) it it makes you smile for a second and roll your eyes it's kind of cute but it is a
2: little cheap
1: okay whatever (laughs) yeah (laughs) But, like, I'm so glad that he realizes that, like, he was upset when she didn't want him. But then it turned out to be better because he learned from it. And then he went on and he did the things that he wanted to do and met someone new. And that is how real life is sometimes. You know, it's like, oh, this person I love and they don't love me or, like, they want something different. But instead of being bitter and angry, it's like, what did I learn from that, or how can I be who I want to be now? And I think that's beautiful. And I, it, like Dime said, it's you know, it's a story about love, but it's not a love story, and it hurts. Exactly,
0: exactly. There you go. It's a story about love. Like Summer still had a lot, like had a lot of love for him at the Mm -hmm. bench at the end. She's just like, like she still had love for him in a way Mm -hmm. when she says or he asks her something like Mm -hmm. what like what was different and she said like we had the thing that you didn't have that we didn't have and that hurt and or however she said it it's brutal but it's it's so helpful and like clarifying in a way like that definitely would sting for a second if you don't have that with somebody you can still have a friendship and a relationship and you can still love somebody but If you don't have that and you want to have that and you don't have that like commitment and that spark or whatever, that's good. (laughs) That's good that they're not together. It would have fallen apart anyway. So like I'm sure if he evolves and grows, like he'll be happy with that. And who knows how he's going to go with him. He doesn't seem like that evolved of a guy who like immediately goes into like a new who's this hot girl in the interview i guess like i'll i'll, I'll try but like he did seem to ha- be like slightly more mature just the way he handled things mm-hmm. so i mean who knows
1: joseph gordon it, like that facial expression like you can feel it when she answers that question and you can see the heartbreak on his face but mm-hmm. also there's that hesitation of like oh I like autumn, and then he like leaves for the interview, and then he's like, "Wait, no, I'm gonna go and try this, even though it could be scary."
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. e- exactly. And I, you know, I think that's also like the gist of what love is like. Love is scary because it can hurt, mm-hmm. but it can also be a lovely experience, especially if you get to share it with somebody that you find really special. And it does go back to that this movie is, it's a story about love, but it's not a love story. And, you know, sometimes the truth does hurt, but it helps, you know, grow, helps you grow as a person. It helps you learn from these mistakes. It helps you become a better person for that next relationship, whenever that may be. You know, it could be, you know, like a week from now, it could be a month from now, it could be a year from now, whatever it is, you're learning from your past experiences. So that way, for that next person you can be that special one you can be that right person for when that person shows up in your life and also too we we see these two grow as they spend this time together and they, they they learn as they're together yeah and that's why they had that realization or summer had a realization that what she found with her husband she couldn't find with him but being with him she realized that that is with this other person and that he in a way helped her get there.
0: Well, yeah, he helped her grow and open up and like become more and grow. And then mm-hmm. the next one she's like, Oh, like this is the right fit. And that's that's a beautiful story. Mm-hmm. It's not bad that it didn't work out with Tom. And that is not a thing usually in a movie or in like entertainment when a relationship or like when a potential romantic partnership like doesn't work out that's bad but here it's like no like all those things that lead to the thing i mean not that they're all good but they 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 are formative and like their relationship summer and tom's relationship was a good one and it just wasn't meant to be for the long haul and that is i feel like that is relatively unique Mm -hmm. in a in a rom-com
1: it's just so realistic it's telling you, like, hey, this can be the outcome. It doesn't have to just be heartbreak. And I think that's one of the first movies that did that.
2: Oh, yeah. Obviously, you want to, you know, root for them as a couple, but at the same time, you just, you know, want them to be happy. And if their happiness is with somebody else, then, you know, that's, you know, what it is. But at the end of the day, they found love, and they're happy, and that's, that's what's good.
0: Fun, fun movie. Do you want to do our ratings before we... uh Go to the villagers?
2: Oh, yeah. We can, we, we can do that. Ev,
0: why don't you kick us off?
1: have to look at my phone. I don't think I have it at five stars. How can you not? Um... So I did have it at four stars because when I rewatched it recently, it was just like, hey, let's not call Summer a bitch because (laughs) she didn't talk to you (laughs) in the copy room or something. Like, come on.
0: Yeah. The early stuff with Tom and his friends is rugged.
1: (laughs) I really do love this movie. Uh,
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) So it's five stars.
2: Look at that. Five star. Five.
1: So are you (laughs) done?
2: You I do. do.
1: I love it. It's like yes, That so? is true,
0: actually. <laughs> I was like, you 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 do like to a out the I fives. Do. That's why I give out fives semi-regularly. <laughs> but yeah, dime it's like loved it five. And I, I appreciate that.
1: I love it. I'm the same. Yeah,
0: like, you know, the Everybody rates movies differently. I I don't mind the it's one, three, or five. That's all I do. Like, did I not like it? Was that I Half and half, or did I like it? Yeah, like, that's you know,
2: <laughs> when I feel it, I feel it. And I I will hand out a five-star easily. There's no question about it. I don't even think twice about it. But with that being said, yeah, th- I love this movie. It's great. I find it relatable. I had a good time watching it the second time around. I'm I'm at four and a half stars. It's, like I said, I love it. I love it completely. It didn't feel like a five-star bang to me, but I felt very... It felt very real to me, and I think that's what I really liked about it. So yeah, four and a f- four and a half stars.
0: I uh I I, you know, I was a four this time around. It was just a lot of fun. I'm also not the age I was in two thousand and nine. Like this might have felt like earth shattering, but like I'm in my mid thirties. I was like, this is a good movie. Mm-hmm. I, I like the message, it's a smart script, it's fun, it's funny. Solid, solid four stars. Enjoyed it a lot.
1: Go watch the movie, go cry. laugh
2: yes feel all the feels
1: and feel something
0: so that's that is a recommendation from your 70 millimeter rejected guest host here so let's take it over to the community for villager reviews ev you want to kick us off with uh our pal guti
1: i love guti (laughs) Ah, from the real latinos he gave it three stars he watched it way back in september 4th 2021 where can i rent sweet and shower
0: Man, you got Google, Gucci. I'm sure you can uh, find your way. <laughs> let's help. Let's help our boy Gucci with this. So please.
1: I love Gootie.
0: Uh Oh man, this is hilarious. Okay, nice work, Dave or whoever put this in the script. Uh, we got a four star review here from my wife, uh, Anna, from our watch the other day. Fair question here. She says, "Are these 500 consecutive days?" I like this movie, but I'm trying to put together how summer had a whole relationship with Tom, then meets, falls in love, and marries another guy within 500 days. And I thought about that for all. She asked me that, and I didn't realize. And then when I saw her review later, and now I'm reading it, that's hilarious. I don't think it's 500 consecutive days. I think it's his 500 days with Summer. I don't think all that happened, especially in LA, getting married and all the stuff that goes with that. I'm guessing that's 500 days with her, but it's irrelevant. It's a movie. I don't know. And it doesn't matter.
1: Yeah, I've thought about that too. And it's like, you know what? I'm just not going to think about it. Yeah. Amber left this review, four stars, watched on June 18th, 2023. My mom hates summer. <laughs> And I think she has a crush on Tom. I don't know what to think of this. Help. That's adorable.
0: Dude, JGL, he's got such a baby face in this. He is a little cutie pie in this. Like, Mm -hmm. for some of his close ups, I'm like, he is still in his baby face Mm -hmm. era in 2009, somehow. Like, he was a child actor. Somebody brought up, one of my friends was, we were talking, and Angels in the Outfield came up the other day. But, like, back in 2009, JGL was still in his baby face era.
1: And, mm-hmm. yeah, oh, yeah. I he's such a, such a kid outfits, in this movie. My goodness.
0: Sorry, Amber. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I, I don't know what to tell you.
2: All right. So we need to find help for Amber and get Gucci our sweet and shower. So legally, we have some things to get <laughs>
0: taken care of. Maybe uh, the Bat and Spider Discord uh, has got that coming
2: up <laughs> down the pike, perhaps.
1: They oh, would. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, our last review comes in from Daniel Kura. Oh, he gave us four stars. And he says, it seems this movie will meet you where you are, when you are. When I was in my 20s, I saw JGL's character as mostly in the right. Mm. Now in my 30s, I look on somewhat ashamed of the immaturity of the character. Because I used to be so much that character when I was single in my 20s, so desperate to be in love, I fooled myself into forcing it into the subtext of any relationship that maybe had the smallest possibility of growing into something more and ignoring the better judgment of my friends along the way. I don't regret it, but boy, am I glad I grew up. This movie is beautiful and mm-hmm. ugly. Mm-hmm. Not shying away from the messiness of relationships during the time when you are trying to figure out who you are. Man, do, do I feel that or what?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I think he nailed it with that. Very much so. Great movie, guys. Great discussion. Great possums. Love the village. Love this community. Glad to, uh, Hop on with you guys and talk, talk some movies here on a Friday night. Oh, yeah.
1: After our awesome conversation, I'm not sure how 500 Days of Summer lost. Like, how?
0: Especially when we did our Before Sunrise. I'm shocked that Before Sunrise lost. It's Leo, man. Leo's mm. got a powerful, powerful sway over people.
2: Yeah, and, and that's the other thing, too. If we're talking, like, baby face, okay, Leo is young in Romeo and Juliet. All right. But he's but he looks good, though. But if, we, if we're trying to compare baby faces between J.G.L. and Leo, I mean, I feel like Leo has to be the winner in this one. I mean, I like Romeo and Juliet very much, but... They were, yes, they were judging baby faces, and they were seeing what would be better to watch?
1: Is that what they were doing? That's <laughs> true. Oh, man. Yeah,
2: and Ethan Hawke's grill was way too jacked up Ouch. back then,
0: too. I guess he didn't stand a chance if that's, that's the uh, criteria. It's very true. But I'm glad we got to cover this movie here. The fact that it lost the vote... Glad that we got to cover it a little bit here on Rejected.
2: And as always, we say, it's a villager vote. Anything is possible, and it leaves us with amazing movies to cover. That's right. And if you want to be in the Discord, you can find out how many times Trainer might have been banned by this point. The number is racking up tremendously.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Let us know in the Discord. Share it on the socials. We do this because we love... The possums and the community.
2: We would not be here if it wasn't for the community. We love our possums. We love the village. We love Slim. We love Danny. We love Proto.
0: Just this community. Like We're all like internet homies now because of these guys. So thank you, 70MM, for this community. And you can join us here next time on 70MM Rejected if you want to watch ahead of time. Uh, We will be covering, some of us will. I don't know. Dime, are you on that one?
2: I am not on the next
0: one. We'll be covering Her, which is currently streaming on HBO Max.
1: Oh, I'm so excited for Her, because I kind of feel like it's like 500 days of summer.
0: <laughs> Man, I don't know if I've... I don't think I've seen Her since the theater. It made a huge impact. I loved it. Yes, yeah. I don't think I've seen it since 2013.
2: What a uh, tremendous way to kick off the season two premiere of 70 mm Rejected. But don't worry. We, we got things cooking down the pipe, all right? You guys don't even know what's going on. We, we can't say right now. <laughs> As always, you can send us feedback at 70mmrejected at gmail.com. We will see you guys for the next one. Goodbye. 70mm Rejected is an Opossum production. Original artwork by Paul. Kinda original music by Dave with an assist from 70mm. The 70mm Rejected team includes Kirby, Latdad, Dime, Paul, RWT Chats, Bex, Grogu Dave, Josh, Nolan, Yo Ev, Ron, Trainer, and Ben C. If you'd like to join us in the silliness, ping one of us in Discord. And if you'd like to support our friends at 70mm and upgrade to Villager status, you can do so using the links in the notes. Goodbye.
1: This is an opossums podcast. Here.